George, we've uh, got a bit of a change today, a bit of a different scenery. Yes, for all our listeners, you can hear some dogs barking in the background. You can hear the chatter of people running up and down. And yeah, the and barks other... of dogs in the background. So can people guess where we are, Nathan? Well, I, I think... Uh, Maybe we give them to know that uh, we're actually at our first dog show, live dog show. Live dog show. Yeah, I know. Probably all thought it was Charlie and Mary barking at the background there at the door. No, you're wrong. We're at postcode. What is Canberra's postcode? Oh, you're testing me. Two. It'd be six, maybe six thousand, nine thousand. Oh, yeah. I think it's a. Is it a two anyway? We're here at Canberra, the Canberra Royal. Yes, the Canberra Royal. It's part of the the Canberra Royal show, which runs over a long weekend in. Uh, in February, um, and the, we've got the actual Canberra Royal Dog Show, which is set separately, and it's uh, open. Uh, all seven groups are here, uh, set over the two-day weekend. It's yeah. brilliant, and it's live. We're here live, and a shout out to uh, Right Paul, who flew Genetic George all the way down to Canberra, we've set a, him up in the tent it's, here. It's another milestone as well because it's our first podcast that we're doing together. together. I'm actually I can physically touch yeah, George, yeah, which okay. is, is very exciting. That's enough. That's enough, Nathan. Please guess who I know. It's I've met Nathan. Great. We um, shout out to, again to, to Right Paws put me up, but it's great, great day today too. We were always worried about the weather. You know what it's like in these outdoor events here. Nathan, you're always sort of hoping the weather's well. It's held off for today. We're here on the Sunday, which is the final day of the show. And yeah. really, it's the action day of the show. What have we got here in front of us today? We're in so, the ring. Right in front. So for those who haven't ever been to a dog show, basically what we're looking at, we've got rings. So there's lots of different dog rings that are set up around the ovals. And each ring, you have your own uh, group. So you might have your toy group, your terrier group, non-sporting, your hounds. So right in front of us now, we're looking at a ring. We've got the non-sporting group, oh, which you... is basically... Well, George, what's the non-sporting group? It's sort of oh, a bit of everything. Oh, it's a bit, it's yeah. a bit of everything, really. You got your. We saw British bulldogs earlier today. You had your chows, your dalmatians. Yeah. In front of me, I'm seeing um, the miniature poodles. Absolutely. So the poodle, yeah, the poodles are in the non-sporting group. Yep. Um, we've got some beautiful. I mean, the grooming on these poodles, oh. like it's just stunning. Uh, this uh, this woman here has has got the comb, the the wire split comb in the back. I'm just going to yeah. describe this in her hair. She's tied her hair back and it's sitting back there. She spent the last 15 minutes grooming and spraying this poodle to get it ready. She's yeah. got the hair, she's got the spray bottle on the top. Yeah, and and that, that's another thing for our listeners, you know, it's it's that scent of hairspray in the air everywhere yeah. you go. People are spraying there. There's blow dryers, there's power. There's, there's so much going on. Um, but this poodle in front of us, we can see it. It's going around the ring. The handler's yeah. taking it around the ring. The, the judge is there. It's looking, it's, it's observing. We're underneath the right paw marquee. Let's describe yeah. it. It's a, I think it's a three yeah. by three. We've got right paw breeders that are coming past, you know, looking and waving in. at us. Yeah, waving at us. We've got it's Alison like from Thor Kane Corsa, whose puppy won best uh, best puppy in group yesterday. Very exciting. They'll compete later in, in best puppy in show. Yeah, we get all the stars walking past to see and waving at us. It's like we're yeah. in a sort of. How can I describe it? It's yeah, George is like the Richie Benno of the dog world. Correct. We did say it, we said it early yeah, on in the did, podcast we did, that we'd we do this. Yes, yes, and we have we've had a couple of fans come out and reach out to us about follow the listen to the podcast. Yeah. We're also situated next to the dog news tent. John yes, Bryson, John Bryson, one of our former guests and, on the podcast, and, and Kevin, who's been doing all the work just to let people know John's done nothing. <laughs> Kevin's done all the work. He's come over, grabbed a few lollies off our table here. Yeah. For those who just want to paint the picture, we've got Minties, Apples, Freddos, <laughs> Pens, Serviettes, Old Gold Jamaica yeah. Chocolate, and an unopened packet of Lemon, lemon Crisps. crisps. Mm. No one likes Lemon Crisps. Lemon crisps. 
We're next to the dog poo only bin. And um, no matter what the weather's like, when you do open the lid of a dog poo only bin, oh, the you smell, better watch out. Yeah, it's you need the hairspray to mask the, hair the <laughs> scent <laughs> of it. <laughs> but uh, but what did we see yesterday? So we were all here yesterday as well. So yesterday we had the toy group, which uh, which obviously is all the smaller breeds, and the best best in group yesterday was a was a Maltese. Which very, you don't see many many Maltese no, uh, at the dog show, but Maltese won best in group. And oh. the runner-up was a Cavi, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Charles. Okay, geez, Nathan, I'm glad you remember yeah. all this. Oh, I, I was getting aroused looking yeah, around. Yeah, I know. I just, I just wasn't jotting any of this down. Yeah. I wasn't up to speed. I'm glad you remember it at all. Yes. And then, so what will happen then is that uh, Maltese will then go through to the general specials, which is basically the best in show. That'll happen at the end of today. So every group goes goes through, best in group. And then what will happen is you'll see the best best in show. show so all okay. seven dogs will compete for best in show at the end of the end of the day. And it's just great. I'm, I'm sort of loving to see how the general public comes to have a look at yeah. this. It's really nice. I'm seeing a lot of families coming and having a look yeah, at... Yeah, um, having a look at the different breeds. breeds. And the breeders are interacting with everyone. It's really right. nice to see. You know, they're very open we as well. We should have more of these. So, you know, I think let, let's let's bring in a guest. I'm gonna, we, we can see people walking past. I can see Marilyn Grebert from Mars and Chow. I'm going to see if I can try and bring her over. Okay, so we've been we've been we've been lucky. We've grabbed a guest here. So I'm going to introduce you to Paul. Is it? Paul? Yeah, mate. Yeah. Paul, give us your. It's your time for you to promote who you are and what <sighs> you do. Go and give us what's your kennel name. Well, I don't actually have to promote because um, oh, here we, we go. No, no. Like no it. Go nice on. Yeah, yeah. We was ride poor. And Dogs New South Wales, so that's the biggest place. Nathan, you've grabbed me another one of your celebrities. Here we go. We're trying to avoid, <laughs> we're trying to avoid and keep this non commit So we, oh, we've got Paul Chow Chow Breeder. What's the kennel Marcin name? Chow. Marcin Chow. All right. So, and Paul, you've come all the way from where? To come? South of Wollongong. Okay. So 250 k's or something. Wow, that's what a two-hour drive. To two and a quarter, two so and a half. Describe me. You packed the truck. I want to get this right. You've packed your trailer. The right. day before, yeah. The day before. You've bought how many dogs have you bought along? Oh, we only brought one today. One? Yeah. In the back of the car. Really? Oh, he's part of the Chow Mafia again. Yeah. They're We've all there. The mate. They, they've yeah. grabbed the best spot, right? They've obviously got here early. They've got it all decked out. They don't have to move too far. Exactly. So we would have got here super early to avoid any, any competition with the others. You've uh, two and a half hour drive. You've got it. Today's, what, Sunday? Yep. You're staying... You just drove and going back again today? No, we actually stayed. Uh, we drove down yesterday, stayed last night, so we only had a 40-minute drive this morning. Oh, it's got it all worked out. You've yeah. obviously done this before, Paul. Yeah, exactly, mate. So That's tell it. me, why do you come to these shows? Go uh, give me a get. So what is the what is, what is the thing about the Canberra Royal? Have you how long have you been coming to the Canberra Royal? Uh, we've been we've been coming to Canberra Royal for about five years now. Five years. Um, we got roped into. Um, we bought a pet. We, we used to show and breed chows years ago, yeah. and then we just stopped because it was all too hard. Yeah. But yeah. five years ago, I made the fatal mistake of buying a pedigree dog off, them, oh, off yeah. these lovely ladies, and they conned us into a, showing dogs. They said we'd have fun. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but we've actually had a ball. We've got a very social group. Yeah, I've noticed right? that. I've noticed and, that. And we have a real lot of fun. And, and I'm just sort of looking at Danielle over there with her poodle, Oh, is that okay, yeah. And so she's one. She's one of the mafia people down here Dan too. Hill. You know, sort of. It's a hard thing with the judging because, you know, like it's 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 your opinion and of of your it's your opinion of the actual um, breed standards, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, um, it is an opinion. 
Uh, it's. Uh, I'm going to take this jacket off. And it's dog. and it's and it's really. A lot of people don't realise is it's it's how that dog is on that day too. Yeah. Because there are some days where that dog just isn't the same. Flat. 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 That's right. Look, there's, people there's, don't get that. There's many things to come into it. There's a breed standard. Yeah. And sometimes that's fairly loose. So very often it's left to a judge to interpret that standard, and we can interpret. Different judges will interpret it differently. Yeah. It also comes back where a judge. Judges will place more importance on different things in the breed. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. I go to a breed I've been involved with, the Papillon. Papillon. I had a, an argument with someone with fairly new into Papillons, and I made a comment that I didn't like the flecking in the coat. Yep. And I said, I know it's not a penalty. Just, just flecking in the coat. Describe it's a, well, it's flecking a white in the base coat. coat, and you okay. can have black patches, but not black spots. Okay. Okay. That's flecking. And yeah. that's flecking. And um, so, and they said, oh, but certainly, surely, movement's more important. I said, well, okay. It's a papillon. I said, really. I said the most important thing. I said that you have got abundance of is great heads, because the papillon is the only breed in dogdom whose head. Okay. Gets gives the name to the dog, a butterfly dog. Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Right. So, to me, to me, I place more importance on the head of a papillon than probably any other judge in this country. Okay. Uh, but that's my right. Yeah. And the other thing that is a right of a judge is, and I, I don't believe you'll make a judge unless you can have forgiveness. You've got to be able to forgive because no dog is perfect. Okay. Oh, yeah. And sometimes right. you get dogs that are closely aligned in your in your assessment. Yep. So you might be placed in a position where you've got to say, well, I don't like that about that dog and I don't like that about that dog. So I can be more forgiving of that than I can of that. So that wins. So, so okay? it's good. I've learned something. So it's important to go and against all different types of judges because what you critique in a particular papillon might be different to what some other judge That's is exactly looking right. for. And if you can go and win across an all number of judges, That's then you've exactly got a, right. A, a judge said to me, George, that yep. if every judge judged exactly the same, we'd have one dog show. Okay. I think I said that to you in Newcastle, Paul, one day. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah we, we've got a really good show going on. Yeah, the, the, um, the, other, the other thing that I was always taught, um, my mentor was the, uh, the late Bill Duckworth in towns from the late Carmen Kingston, and they taught me that any fool can find a fault. You're not looking for faults, faults. you're looking for virtues. Yes. And it's the dog with the greatest virtues that could win. And that is how I try okay, to assess. This has become a real philosophical judge. Yeah, I well, like it. it. Okay, so I'm, I, the only thing I'm going to say is one of the things that I'm um, sort of always question is it, 98% of what is bred becomes someone's pet. And of course, one of the most important things we look for there is temperament. So tell me. How temperament is something that you look for? Is that something that you can do and assess in in, in there? Well, you you bearing in mind you only got a minute and a half. Okay. At best, you know. Right, okay. A minute and a half if you judge forty dogs an hour. Um, All right. You know, it takes. You know, for instance, and in that we've got to be able to assess movement. We might got to be able to look at the hindquarters right, and see okay. that they're moving Move, sound I've behind. That. You get them to run where diagonally a, or whatever. For a vet to find something that's wrong in the hindquarter, they they charge you one hundred and twenty dollars right, in X-rays. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Where we get, we, you know, we, we've got to do, we've got to be able to see what we can see. Okay. And do you approach a dog and you can look at it? Is there things that you can do to well, see? Well, you should be able to approach a dog and go over it satisfactorily. Okay. And not sound, even, sound, feel the yeah. structure. Yeah. Okay. But temperament comes into many things. For instance, the cocker spaniel. 
the first thing you read in the standard is they're a merry little sporting dog, and you want to see them going around with their tail going like okay, that. Okay, good. Right. So, so you read the tail. So, so I like that, that when they come like in, that. come in the ring, it's that is part of the, one of the most important things you want to see, and fits part of what is we call breed type. Type. Okay. And um, I get it. So the tails are an important, and also the face. Sometimes the dog, well, the expression it gives. Well, you. your expression, the balance of your your head planes. Yeah. Um, the, whether they're a short-faced breed or a okay. parallel breed, um, Paul, one yeah. thing I, one thing that I hear people talking about is that a, some of these dogs, when they go in the ring, have a presence, and a lot of times that's a difference for a judge when you're sort of looking how the dog presents in the ring. Yeah, um, you know, some dogs have a presence and some dogs don't have a presence, and mm. some days. Just like a racehorse, one day can be right on his game and the next day lose. A dog can be entitled to one day have be full of presence and the next day have none. I just saw this little um, um, miniature per toy poodle in here before. When he went into the ring, he were, uh, and, and back in for, for his class, when he only went, went in for the challenge, he was so full of himself. Yeah, you, know, you okay. could see it. That was Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you know, it's, it's, it's a fascinating... It's a fascinating hobby. It's it's taken me all over the world. Yeah, um, well, not all over, but to many parts of the world. And it's my, I'm, the big thing about it, it's not just the dogs you see, because that's your passion. It's the great people that you yeah, meet and become today. friends with. I'm you know, saying, I mean, And that's I'm, what we should be... That's what we should be doing. We shouldn't be trying to fight with each other no. within this. We should be fighting the real Community. enemy. And that's what I like. Going through, and I said to Nathan before, I like it when I'm seeing a lot of families coming who just come just to have a look yeah. and chat and look at it mm. and, and explore the breeds. Yeah. And that's maybe something that the ANKC should look at in general. And exploring the breeds is one of the joys of what you learn when you want to become a judge, I might tell you. Oh, because okay. part of every breed has a history. And some of those histories are fascinating and very, very old. Mm. You know, uh, the Saluki, for instance, has been in pure form for something like 7,000 mm. years. The dog of the Bedouin Arab. Do you know what I really love at the dog shows? They have junior handlers. Okay. And one of the first questions they ask the kids is, you know, what is the purpose of this dog? Yeah, that's right. And that's, okay. good, that's good learning. And, you know, going through my, my many years of studies to be a dog judge... It involved going through the history of every breed of dog. I wouldn't say I remember it all these days, but not every piece of history and what was their purpose, what were they bred for, and that gives you an understanding uh, of what's there, you know, why, why they're built that particular way. In some gun dogs breeds, you'll see they've got long, good long flus, mm, mm, yeah. uh, and good, got to have good mouth. Now, the long flus come in, and these are dogs that have got to pick up the game, and the flus come in and protect the game and stop them from getting damage from the teeth. Oh, okay. Uh, good. So, good. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. What start off as where you go fishing has become a very, very, very <laughs> yeah. interesting discussion about judging. So, Don, do you still are you still judging actively, or? Do you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I concentrate on. Yeah, we're showing it. now. Yeah. You know, I've, um, it's been a pretty bleak two years. I've lost something like twelve overseas judging appointments oh, yeah. in COVID. And all told, something around about 30, 30 appointments a year for the last two yeah. years. But this year, yeah, I judged at Seth two shows on Friday at Hillsborough, and that was four, seven, that was nine shows I've judged this wow. year so far, and I'm judging two next weekend at Hobart. Oh, wow. And I've got Easter, I've got six shows about Gambia, and then I go to Western yeah. Australia the weekend after. Yeah. Uh, and then my overseas stuff starts to come back in, hopefully, in July when, with New Zealand and Canada in yeah, August. Amazing. 
And are you a, uh, one group or all breeds? I'm all breeds. All breeds, all breeds international, yeah. Amazing. And uh, I've done 50 overseas trips That's judging incredible. dogs for them. We really do. We and, punch above our weight in a lot of respects. Yeah. And in, in Japan uh, in 2020, the day that the Diamond Princess pulled in, the day, day before the Diamond mm. Princess pulled into Tokyo Harbour, mm. I judged my 100th show overseas. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. wow. So... And it's a bit different being picked than being picked in a cricket side or a football side because you're picked by either your peers or former footballers or former yes. cricketers. Yes. This you're not. You're not allowed to promote yourself. It's all got to come from word of mouth and it's by invitation from the host clubs. Mm. And so it's you're, you're being chosen by your peers. But overseas, who may, particularly with overseas, and it's... Uh, to me, it's 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 really a great honour to be asked to be Absolutely. asked to judge overseas. And I've done nine trips to China, judging dogs. Wow! And uh, they look after you. Their hospitality yes. is the best in the world. It's wonderful. A lot of people are saying, you know, like we need to get sort of some more younger people getting involved uh, with becoming judges. But like as a former educator. I'm amazed and astounded the knowledge that you're expected to have. Like, you, just to become in non-sporting, you've got to know the breed standard for every single breed yeah. in that group. You've you've certainly got to pass examinations on it and theory, and then you've got to do practical. But with two something like 200 plus breeds in so Australia, how, how do you keep that all in your brain? Well, you can, no, you, there are. You've got to keep really, you know, I, I don't judge unless I go through the standards of the breeds yeah. I'm judging in yeah. the 24 hours before I judge. Yeah. Going over, going anywhere. Where I, while I'm travelling, mm. by train or plane, I, I do my, read my breed standards. Yeah, I believe a lot of um, judges, that, like they've told me that same story, Don, you know, because yeah. sometimes you might get a breed in there that you haven't yeah. done for a while, so yeah. they refresh their memory to make sure that they're doing the fair thing yeah. for everybody. Yeah, and then then when we go overseas, we often get breeds that we've never seen. You know, the first time I went to China, I got the Dogo Argentina. I'd never wow. seen one. I'd never judged one. And I, I went to my friend Kiko in Japan, and, and he he gave me the standard, and, and, and he we... Through the through the convenience of Messenger and the mm. internet, yeah. we were able to have a conversation back and forth yeah. as if we were talking, mm. and that helped me. And when I got there, I was able to judge that dog yeah, because amazing. they're not allowed in Australia mm. to be bred. And, uh, and, uh, and talk us through, like, what I'm really curious about is the mindset. So you've got your best in group or your best in show, and you've got all the best examples of that breed, but you're trying to measure them against each other. Breed uh, against breed? Yeah, how do, you, how do you think through that as a um, judge? <laughs> Look, in your breed, you, you know it's breed judging. Nothing. It's breed judging is probably tougher, mm. uh, I think, than, than when you when you get to your, your. Certainly for me, when I get to best in group, and maybe I've got fifteen or sixteen breeds there, yeah. uh, which I had on uh, in the working group last Friday. When I get there, I, I'm down to four or five dogs in my mind mm. and that whose qualities just, to me, yeah. stood out. Yeah. So um, at that stage, the hard work is done. Mm. And then it's just having a final look at the, at the really closely at those five breeds. Yeah. Yeah. I do pay the attention and, and allow you, when you know this, because... Every dog that comes in the ring for a best in, best in group lineup mm. is you pay out the attention and the respect it deserves, yeah. whether it's in your shortlist or not. Yeah. Then your shortlist is where you that's where you do your hard work, yeah. 
because you, you want them, the, 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 you're really looking for dogs that move well you, and have got ex exceptional qualities. Um, so when you come to best in show, that is the easiest job of all because generally you have seven wonderful dogs. And no matter what you put up, yeah, yeah. you you've put up a good yeah. dog, and no one can say you've made a mistake. Yeah. And that is, and that is, it's a great joy judging general specials. Yeah. And you know, I started that in 2013, yeah. and um, I, you know, I judged my 78th best in show on Friday. Wow. So. Mm. And who was that? That was the Australian Shepherd that was in the final here last night from Queensland. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. 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 So I, I gave him best in show. I'd given him a best in show in Brisbane when I didn't judge the group in August. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, he was. It was pretty easy to, you know, to come off, up with him at the end of the day there. Yeah, very good. And uh, I, I'd given him the group and then gave him best in show, and I gave a staffy runner-up. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have any any chows come through to me, Paul. Why no, were you? Mate, there's something very sad there if there's no chow chows there, mate. I'll tell you, <laughs> something very sad. You've got a good roll up here today. Yeah, I, but you know, the, the thing now, I, if you're if you're on the if you're on the microphone, and there's chow and your chow chows in the ring, keep I quiet. Want, I want you off the microphone. <laughs> uh, but not only that, actually, I, I think I'd tell the other judges that not to put a chow through, so that, to give you the opportunity. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that, Paul. <laughs> but seriously, we do have a lot of fun at dog shows. You have to, this started out as, why do you go to dog shows? We were picking on Danielle because she was standing there. Yeah. And um, and then I spotted Don. So And this is what happens, you know. This is what I'm saying. You, it's a great community. Like, it's it just... Is. It is, you know. But, you know, I've, I've had some, some great stories, you know. And in there, I, I remember judging at a place called Chongqing in China. Which is 33 million people. Not big shows, about 60 dogs in the whole show. Yeah, and this obvious brand new exhibitor, a young girl about in her early 20s, I'd say, dressed beautifully in the loveliest, loveliest silk pants and two piece suit you ever saw. And she couldn't handle it, and I helped her. But she had, there were about half a dozen French bulldogs. Well, she won the breed. I gave a number two in group and junior in group, and then gave a junior in show. And all her friends were talking to her and I couldn't understand what they were saying and then my host says, well, they're telling her she needs a photo, will you have a photo? I said, yeah, absolutely. And we go for the photo and she comes up to me and she said, and I was wearing glasses in those days, she said, you are so handsome. And I took my glasses off and said, would you like a loan of these? <laughs> <laughs> Don. <laughs> I was going to say, Don Paul, we, we've kept you kept you for quite a while, and I've just noticed that the Terriers are about to do their best in group. So I feel like uh, that's something we should probably go check out as well. But before I let yep. you go, what what do you love about the Canberra? What brings you here to the show? What brings me to any agricultural show? First of all, this morning I had breakfast here. A Dagwood dog. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. That's it. Oh, love it. Love and it. And this morning, the Dagwood dog was one of the best I've ever had. It was a ripper, and he he put the right amount of sauce on. Some of them spare a bit sparing with it, uh, but it's the animals, it's the dogs. As a kid at school, I grew up on a dairy farm in Queensland, and I used to go to town two days a year. One one was for Christmas shopping, the other was for the show. And I used to go to the show to lead cattle around in the grand parade and uh, and get a box of chocolates for it and. Uh, you know, I'm an animal lover, and I love watching the horse events in the ring. 
But I don't, these days my love of the dog is so much and my commitment to the dog is so much. And I've got so many friends in the dog world, I found out last night, <laughs> that I, uh, that, that, you know, it's great to come out and particularly in the last two years where I haven't seen that many of my friends. And, uh, it's, it's good true. to be able to see people I haven't seen for two years today, and uh, it's 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 a wonderful hobby, yeah. and it's for all ages. Yeah. You know, and you can see almost from the cradle to the grave. Yeah, and Amazing. it's uh, there's not there's not many sports where you can say that, and That's this right. is the cruel thing about what the Animal Justice Party wants to do to the yeah. sport, um, because it's it's going to it is going to impact on that very very seriously. You know? I was going to say, Don, Paul, thank you so much for, for having a chat. It's been great. Thanks. It's, really been, enjoyed it's it. been fun. We just I... dragged, you off the, dragged you in off, the, off out of the dog ring and onto the podcast. So here we are. We're, we've now come to the end of the day, Nathan. This is now the best in show here at the Canberra Royal. And you can hear in the background here as the announcer announces every dog. And there's that beautiful-looking Zolo. Yeah, you? with a Zolo Eats Quintal, which is a Mexican hairless dog. Just to give people an overview of what we're seeing here, in the working group we've got an Australian Shepherd. and um, We've got a, Mal- a Maltese in the, ter- in the toy category. We've got a wire-haired Fox Terrier in the Terrier category. We've got... Who have we got? It looks in like a, a gun dog. We gun have dog. like a spaniel of some. Jeez, I'm uh, so far away. And they've gone back out to have a bit of a break, everyone. Gosh, here we are in the background and having a look. We're fortunate in that the weather's held off of the event, too. You know, at one stage we thought it'd be raining. We thought we'd get undercover. And just for those people listening, if they want any advice on how to handle marquees and set them up and dismantle, Nathan can give you a, a podcast on that. Maybe That's next it. episode. There's an art mate. form to putting up and, and taking down yep. a gazebo and a We've roof. We've done it, and the biggest challenge I think was the mud <laughs> at the gate, Nathan. That's it. It was. These dog shows are hard work. People yeah, get are. here at 6 a.m. They don't leave till 5 p.m. Yeah. They're managing dogs. They're putting up gazebos. They're running around the ring. It's a big job. And but we're got, right here now at the pointy yeah, end of the point, day. That's right. And we've got a bit of an audience at the back there, Nathan, I can yeah, see at the stand. It's standing room only, I can yeah, see. Yeah, everyone's crowded room. around the ring. The judge is now inspecting the Maltese Terrier. It's, it, and it's being uh, stacked, as, uh, yeah. as we call it, which means uh, the, uh, the owner or the handler has put the dog on the table and is basically ensuring and, 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 that it is properly and for uh, anyone, set up. Listening, that noise you can hear going past is the is the is the rattle of the cages with the dogs in there. What are we? The crates, sorry. Yep, the crates. The so crates the dog crates are being wheeled around the ring. People sort of starting to pack up and call it a day. And some will have a half-hour drive, and some will have a six-hour drive. Yeah. We met some people who come all the way from Victoria. We had, who was the first, people from Queensland? Yeah, we've people from all over. A shout out to all our Queensland listeners too, who are going through a bit of a, a wet, a wet time. couple of times, wet time. Yeah, we've got the wirehead fox terrier now being stacked. So again, the owner puts, has put it on the table, ensuring that the full posture of the dog is set up. So the, the, the judge is having a look now. It's looking at its mouth, looking at its bite. So we've had the toy go up, and the toy was a was it a, 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 Maltese? a Maltese? It was a Maltese. Maltese. Now got yes. the wirehead fox terrier. And so what will happen is the dog will in, uh, the the judge will inspect the dog, and then it will have a run around the ring, and the judge will be looking at its its gait, its movement, how it moves around, as well as its temperament. 
making sure that everything stacks up to the breed standard. Mm. Uh, so now we've got the representative from the gun dog category, which, George, what do you think that... that yeah, I'm going to have a guess here. Let me just have a look. It's, 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 we're, still, we're still seeing the end part of the terrier just running around, just have a look at that gate. Lovely little... Yeah, lovely movement. I like that. I like that. If I was, if I was judging just based on the way its gate was, I'd, I'd give it best in show there. But as you know, there's a lot of areas that the judge looks for. That being one of them. And then if I'm looking at this gun dog, let me just... Maybe this is where I give maybe a plug a, for Johnny like Bryson's uh, Encyclopedia of Dog Breed I'm going to say it looks like uh, a, a Springer Spaniel. Spring Spaniel. Yeah, that's what, Spaniel. that's what I was That's what I was going to say, Nathan, from here. A white and tan Springer... What we call Blenheim. Is it uh, Springer Spaniel? Or maybe Blenheim is, is reserved for the Cavalier. See, so we go. We see it sort of moving around. Yeah, it's got Again. quite long fur, like quite, quite yeah. close to the ground. Oh, a lot of grooming done there for for, for uh, as. It, so we now have the yeah, hound. That's what we the hound now. Yes, Ooh, it is and the hound. we're so far away. We can. We're just looking to see what the hound. Yeah, it is, it is difficult for us. We are literally about 50 meters away from the main ring, but. <laughs> It is a lengthy process here. The judges yeah, they, take the a bit judge, of time. You know, I mean, with best in show, you'd imagine they would have to take a bit of time. Like, they're not just doing a quick one no, over. No, you wouldn't. No, no, this... They have to be seen to be doing a thorough job. Okay. And now we've got the working dog, which I'm pretty sure that's an Aussie Shepherd. You're right. An Aussie Shepherd with... Um, a natural bobtail yeah. and a merling pattern I can see on it. Yeah. And George, for those of our listeners who don't know, Australian Shepherd, not an Australian breed originally. No. Isn't it, isn't that ridiculous? Why give it that name? If you ask me, they're confusing the audience. Yeah, originally from America, is that right? Correct. Which we now sort of starting to see some interesting varieties of of the Australian Shepherd and we the mini American Shepherd which is very popular in the United States. And I have yeah. seen some come through the Orivet database. Again, just checking over the dog, mm. you know, looking at its teeth, its mouth, feeling a lot of the front structure there, running yeah. a, running hands over the body, feeling inside there to make yeah, sure it's this is it's fantastic. I wish it's almost like a physical examination That's of the it. dog. Almost like at the vet. Every element being checked over, every element of the breed standard. It's now going for a run around the ring, having a great time. And um, again, beautiful gait, almost like it's prancing yeah, around it does. the ring. That's what I like about these. You know, these, these dogs don't get in at yeah. this level for yeah. no reason. These dogs have been selected as being the best in their group, yes. representing their group. And an Aussie Shepherd, they, they always, uh, you know, they're always there. They're always, you know, represented well, I yeah, think. Yeah, they are. They're a, big, they're, a fairly, they're a very popular dog, you know. A lot of work that's required. They've got a particular temperament and behaviour that, you know, you need to understand. They're not mm -hmm. just any person's dog. And there they go. Now this... Now, I think that's a Samoid. All coming up. Yeah. So we're in now the... In the utility. Utility. Group six. That looks like a Samoid to me. Mm, yep, it it's does. white, it's fluffy, yep, yep, it's too yep. big to be a spitz. Yep, yep, you're right. I'm sticking with the Samoid. So, running through, we've had the... Um, the Maltese Terrier. Uh, no, sorry, the Maltese. As, and the toy, we've had the... That was uh, the Maltese? Yes, the Maltese... Was it, I thought it was the Maltese Shih Tzu. No, 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 cross, no crosses here. Oh, sorry. 
No, what am I talking about? I thought, I mean, I thought, for many, then I thought I saw a cavoodle and I was hallucinating. <laughs> um, so Maltese, and then remind me, we had the we had the Wirehead Fox Terrier and the Terrier group. Yeah. Gun dogs. We thought English Springer Spaniel. Yep. White and tan. Yep. And, and the hound. We've got the utility, the the Samoyed. The Samoyed. Handlers running it around the ring. Had a little bit of a jump. Very playful Samoyed. Very attentive, jumping up at the judge. But here we are. Okay, and we're now at the, the non-sporting group. The non-sporting representative is the, the Sholoitz Quintal, which if you try to spell it, yeah, good luck no, to you. X-O-L-O-C-U-I. And Nathan, I'm, you know, I'm really bad at pronunciation, so if, you strugg- if you're struggling, I'm not going to even attempt. <laughs> so let's just call it the Zolo. It sits on my breed list down the bottom somewhere because X marks the spot. So I think it's on page 23 of our dicks. So everyone's now lined up behind their respective category. So they're all lined up along one of the, the ends of the ring. It's, it's so tough. As a judge, you know, where do you start? I mean, all beautiful representatives of their breed. I'm going to go for either the Samoyed or the Wire Fox Terrier. Okay. I'm giving myself two bites at the cherry. Okay, you can go for two. You can go for two. I'm happy for you to go to two. I'm going to go... Just to make it interesting, I'm going to go for the Australian Shepherd. It's a solid choice. Yeah, and just to so throw a bit of a spanner out there, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go the Zolo. Okay. So I'm going the Australian Shepherd and the Zolo. She's asking them to go around one more time. Yep. Okay. So the, she's now asking each individually again. It looks like to just do one more little little trot around the rings. The time just to paint a piece, 10 to 4. So it's been a long day for them and the dog, let's not forget. So it's this is interesting because it's how the dog is standing up mm. at this time of the day. Yeah. It could it's be a long day. One is just a One's little, a little more alert. So hence why I've gone for the dogs that are more at that working. Mm. You know, that's that's the strategy I used here, yeah. Nathan. I thought yeah, there you if go. there's anyone who can last this time, it's got to be a working it's not a bad, not a bad yeah, process of elimination. It's not. Now got the Australian Shepherd running around the ring as well. One final run. It does look very alert. We're now getting heckled by uh, by hey, passers by. Can I ask you something? What, what hound? What what breeds the hound? Uh, can't even see. Where is he? A grand. He's a grand basset. A gr- that's why we struggle. There's a petite basset Griffon Vendim, and then there's a grand basset Griffon Vendim. That's Di Gooding, who you might remember from an earlier episode of the podcast. If if you're sitting here, and who do you think will be... Pick me two that you think might might win. Oh, they're all so nice. Yeah, I know. Seriously, any one of these dogs. It's a little bit like the Melbourne Melbourne Cup. Any horse in it could win. Um, This, any dog could win. I'm liking the Samoyed in particular. No, I love them all. I really can't say I love that Maltese. I love the Aussie, but, you know, they're just... That's what we said. <laughs> so Nathan's Nathan's gone the Samoyed and the, the Wire Fox Terrier, and I've gone yeah. the Aussie Shepherd and the Zolo. Oh, okay. I'll go then. I'll go the Maltese and the Vendine. Oh, like, excellent. We'll Covering all bases. So yeah. This, and you know what? And you, and you. The Samoyed and Sholo. <laughs> The okay. Samoyed looks like it is the Samoyed. So imagine the one that we didn't pick. Wins. Oh, here we go. So the judge is now on the microphone. Esther Joseph is the judge. 
Oh wow, she's she's asked oh, for one more run round. So she's short. It looks like she's shortlisted the she wirehead fox terrier. She's going for the wire fox terrier. Or is she going to run a shorty? Yeah! Hey, wow. And the wirehead fox terrier has taken it out. Taken out best in show. So what's going to happen? Now yeah, the other one comes in. Our, our, our friend. Yeah, our friend from. Uh, yeah, the the yes, the yeah the the Airedale terrier. So the Airedale now Corrigan, comes I believe. in to replace. One terrier replaced by another. Uh, okay, and, and now we're choosing the, the sun's out. We're choosing the runner-up. The Maltese is going around She's one more time. She's going to give it to the now Maltese. this could be a good sign because last time she asked for a second run. There the we are. The there Maltese in the toy category. And there we have it, George. Oh, it's it's a wrap-up. What a glorious day! The sun's come out just you as know, the prizes were announced. As far as I'm concerned, everyone's a winner. Yeah. And. If there's something I've learnt today, it's the pet. What was it again? The petit. Oh, oh I can't. We need we've already forgotten here. it. But the, we've learnt a new type of hound <laughs> as well. And honestly, you know, it was a, it was a great day. It's been a great weekend. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, to all of our listeners, you've enjoyed a little bit of uh, a live version of what the bark. Right. It's and been th- good yeah, fun. And, and thanks to everyone who stopped by to say hello. It really sort of was lovely. Great to see. Great to be back at these events. Thank you to Wright Paul for inviting me down and sort of getting me back into these dog shows. Yeah, George, it's just been like, you know, riding a bike. You've just come straight back into it. And uh, to all of our listeners, we hope you've enjoyed the live commentary. We'll, uh, We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.